Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another Indigenous Vision podcast. I'm Suta. And I'm Melissa. Welcome to episode 19. Oh, my goodness. Or is it 20? It's 20, I think, now. How can I get so forgetful after just seven days? (laughs) Because you do so much. We're busy ladies. (laughs) You've got episode 186 for your other show. What are you on? Ivy Music is like 184. My other show is 103. And then my other podcast is number six. And then this one is number 20, I think. So I'm trying to keep track of four all at once. (laughs) Just saying. I love doing this. But it's amazing how far we've come. And we're going to talk about makeup again today. (laughs) Yeah, this is the official Indigenous Beauty episode part two. I'm wearing um, tons of makeup. So is Suti. You can't see us, but we're like glammed up. Oh my God, look who's here. (laughs) We're total fangirls of Prada Beauty. Hi. Hi there. So we're having like a creative day in the office and we're doing like stuff. (laughs) I love it. Beautiful. The hair is different today. I love Um, that color. We're playing our alter egos for some production stuff that we have going on. Sorry, I'm late. No, you're just on time. Melissa, do you want to introduce her? Yes, we have a very special guest on the on the show today. We have Cece, who is the owner of Prados Beauty. Why don't you just first of all, tell us what Prados Beauty is just to give us are the people listening who might not know anything about it. Uh, my name is Cece Meadows and I'm Chicana and Comanche and Yaki. And Prados Beauty is like, it started off just beauty tools, but now we're in like the cosmetics realm. And then now we're working on like our skincare stuff. Ooh. And so Prados Beauty is basically You know, I'm a um, New York Fashion Week makeup artist, and I was really disappointed about the marginalization of our people in the beauty industry, and I wanted to change that. And so I've made so many great connections in that space that I thought that I would task myself (laughs) for being the person that breaks that door open and creates, you know, a space for us there. And so what started off as a mission to do that actually turned into, you know, me connecting the beauty aspect of Prado's beauty to um, my love of philanthropy. We just created December 31st, 2020, we just created our nonprofit, which is called the Prado's Life Foundation. And so what we do is we take, you know, profits from our our, um, beauty brand and we give back to communities and we give back to people in need. And then pretty shortly here, we're going to start raising funds via our um, nonprofit so that we can start building homes and water wells, solar panels on reservations and creating scholarships for kids and continuing to do what we do right now, which is buy shoes and clothes and help kids pay, um, you know, tuition for college or books when they're short, some money and and just do what we do, but on a larger scale. So that's so beautiful. We're also doing production stuff right now. <laughs> I, ju- I just want to say that's like a pretty like amazing uh, way that a lot of natives are doing business. None of us just do business, right? Like everything right. comes back to our families and our communities and Nobody can see it, but Cece has like this most gorgeous hair right now. <laughs> it's, just, it's just blue at the roots, purple, and just perfectly curled. 
Uh, what are you doing with that hair today? So we're we're actually starting a mini series on YouTube, and this is my alter ego hair. And my alter ego's name is Cecile, and so <laughs> so I thought I I would you know come on the Zoom and be like meet Cecile. <laughs> Love it, beautiful. <laughs> it's the perfect color, purple, and that blue. Goes. I actually have this color hair, um, this purple color hair. So I have like the sides of my hair like really really short actually once I was like completely buzzed I just get like this creative vibe that you know I have to mess with my hair sometimes but right now it's just it's hot in Las Cruces and so I'm like are you guys sure we want to wear this wig and they're like yes it's for the mini series and well I'm like okay whatever <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it I'm definitely noticing a lot of more indigenous women on YouTube and they're all using your makeup. I watched a couple of tutorials today and I was like, wow, Prados, Prados Beauty is really doing it, man. Like for mm -hmm. real. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. You know, it's um, something that I started in my bedroom with 150 bucks, you know, just kind of talking about you know, doing this when I first, first started in the beauty industry, what started, you know, off was I was going to New York Fashion Week and I hated my brushes that I was using. And I was, you know, I would always complain to my husband, you know, because when you're doing uh, New York Fashion Week makeup, it's quick, like the models in your chair for like maybe six minutes, depending how many outfits they have on and how many outfits they have to transition into to walk the runway. So I hated some of the brushes that I was using and I was thinking, you know, if these brush, if I could just create a brush that would help, you know, me, you know, speed up the process and stuff like that. Like, so that's how it started essentially, but then it just grew into something bigger because I was pissed off to be quite frank. I had a shirt, I had my shirt on that said, um, proudly indigenous, unapologetically beautiful. It's a phrase that I trademarked and I would wear it on my shirts to these shows. And it, it pissed me off. One of the models one day said, what's, what's indigenous? What's in, indigenous? What's in, what's in, I was like oh, indigenous. It, it pissed me off. And I was just like, what are you learning in school? Like, <laughs> that's exactly it. That's like our first test as an organization, because we go through the names a lot. And, and there was even one person on TikTok who was like, if you don't call yourself an, a Native American, then you're like forfeiting your treaty rights. And I'm like, no, we've all had our own names for us. And I think Indigenous is like the most, it's it's like the nicest uh, common general term in, instead right. of our individual names. But Right. Yeah. So for me, transitioning to like using the word Indigenous you know, because then you get like before I used to, when I was younger, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm Comanche and Yaki. And then that became like a whole other thing. And then it was just like, oh, well, now, you know, I'm Native American. And then I was like, you know what? I want to take off the American part. And I was like, now I'm just Native. And then it's like it transitions like and so now it's like I'm Indigenous. But for the most part, it's I think it's just creating for me. It's just creating a space where you can educate people. And so whether they want to call you native or call you indigenous, um, as long as they, they don't call me by the other things that I don't like, then we're cool. So it, it's it's just, you know, creating a space and and using um, my platform to amplify our voices and to let people know that, you know, we're not just like some storybooker. We're still current. We're still here. We're here. We never <laughs> left, baby. <laughs> Can you tell us how you got linked up with Stephen Paul Judd? Oh, so that. Yeah. <laughs> so 
So I'm actually obsessed with Steven. I just love like everything him. So I don't know if you've ever met Steven in person, but he's like the coolest uncle you'll ever meet in your life. Like he's that guy. It was funny. We went out to Oklahoma three weeks ago to go spend some time with him to get ready for our next launch for Indigenous People's Day launch. And um, he, I don't know, he's just, his whole like vibe, how he dresses, how he talks, like he's just this cool dude. And so I've been a fan of his art forever. So I have like all of the native shirts that he's collabed with them because they're business partners, actually. I love like his posters, my kids in their rooms, they have like the indigenous Hulk and like just, I love that he takes things that we relate to in Western culture and like indigenizes it. And so that totally like vibes for me. So I basically just was sliding in his DMs like respectfully because <laughs> I'm happily married. You know, just I would send him small messages like, hey, like one day I hope to work with you or, you know, stuff like that. Or if I would like tag him when, in a picture um, when I was wearing like a shirt or something, or if I was in an event and I was wearing his shirt, like I would tag him in it. And finally, one day he probably just got tired of me like <laughs> DMing him all the time. And he like replied back with like a, you know, that's cool or whatever. I kind of left him alone for a long time because <laughs> I thought like he probably thinks I'm creepy or something. But I had a dream, actually, that we collabed together. And I had a dream about my boxes that's currently on my boxes right now. And so I DM'd him one day at like three o'clock in the morning when I woke up. I don't know why I was just like moved to DM him this stuff, which is really weird. But he actually replied and was like, and what else was in the dream? Like what colors and stuff like that. And so we just started vibing at like 3.30 in the morning when I... And then um, he was like, you know what, I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to go back to bed too. And he was just like, hit me up in the morning. And he gave me his phone number and like the rest is history. Like you've just been making like these sick designs that a lot of people don't see yet, but are going to be coming out this year and next year. And Oh my gosh. What a They're beautiful so story. Beautiful. They're, and the makeup <laughs> and the box is so beautiful. Like I'm going to be sad when the makeup runs out and I have the box. When you hit pan, save it, save it. Yeah, save I'm it. definitely going to save this collection. Like that's legendary OG stuff. Like when you like blow, blow up. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is going to be worth like something one day, not just because of me, but also because of Steven. I mean, he's, he's just like, you know, going to his house and being in his like personal space, like his personal space, his presence, like you just get like this calming, like artsy just fun like vibe and I took my daughter with me she's 12 she's like really artsy she's got funky pink hair like me and she's like a little skateboarder chick and you know she's just really artsy she loves to draw and she showed him some of some of her stuff and he just like you know kind of like totally woken her up and inspired her to just like keep going and keep doing other stuff and so I feel like that's important in our communities that we be people that can inspire and that can share, share your craft with other people and have them, you know, be inspired to not do things exactly like you do, but, you know, make their own way. And, and so when you use your presence and you use your space and your talents to uplift other people, you know, there's, that's a big saying and that I go by 
is be one, teach one. And so when I get all these little native girls in my DMs, like, oh, I'm coming out with a lash line. And I'm like, dope, let me see your lashes. Like, let's see your boxes. And it's not so I can be like, oh, that's dumb. Or, oh, she copied me. It's it's so that she can make her own way. And, you know, there's so much money to be made in the beauty industry. I mean, it's a $500 billion industry a year. And so I only need like, not even 1% of it. Oh my <laughs> God. I could just get like a million. I'm good. <laughs> and I think you can because you're onto something and Rihanna was too. We don't have skincare. I'm so excited you're doing skincare because like there's no um, skincare for brown girls. I mean, well, there is, but I follow this doctor, this dermatologist on YouTube, and she talks about how even retinols affect our skin differently so all right. of the beauty products that you have out there they're not necessarily made for brown skin well they're not made for brown skin and so things that take hyperpigmentation away or brighten and things like that can actually ruin your skin more and so it's right. so important that we have brown women making makeup for brown women because we, right. we know best right I love Fenty too I love Rihanna I love Fenty I have, I use something of Fenty every day, whether it's the foundation or her bronzers or, you know, and that, and that's another thing. Like I get questions all the time, like, Oh, do you only use products? And it's like, absolutely not. Like we, we have great products. I love my products, but I'm also not there when it comes to, you know, coming out with a foundation and a concealer is years and years of work, especially for, you know, women of color, you know, I still have to mix foundations and Fenty came out with like a dope, crazy range of foundations. I still don't have a shade. I just have this tiny hit of like yellow and like a red skin undertone like that just, you know, it, it, it can't be matched. It's And so I hope to be the first to be able to do that. And if I'm not, I'm going to, you know, support the one that does and buy their stuff because you know it's that's that's what helps us to grow is to support one another and you know to just not hate on each other and I, I I've seen that too much in my life it's time to just cut the pettiness out and hold hands and get to the finish line together you know hell yeah and it's 500 billion dollars like that's a lot to share <laughs> I need like 0.03 percent right? <laughs> that you're gonna get you're gonna get more you'll get more than yeah. that girl. Right? i love how trixie so. mattel gave you a shout out i love that i watch her like all every week and when i saw that she was using the prados that day i was like oh my god i can't believe it yes, yes. so grateful for that and that's another cool thing too is like you know i was in the um the april edition of marie claire magazine that just came out Ooh. and so i'm actually gonna be on a talk show on the 21st of April, I'm actually going to get on a Zoom with them after this to start talking like about points of the show and stuff like that, like what we're going to talk about. But it's like bigger brands and bigger people who are using their platforms to amplify our voices. I've, I've found that sometimes, personally, it's happened to me, you know, I've had so-called friends or acquaintances who are like, yeah, like when I come up, you're going to come up and they get a shout out or something happens and like they, you hear crickets. And it's just like when people amplify my voice or amplify what I'm doing, I take that opportunity to be able to amplify the voices of who 
you know, who's coming with me, which is everybody. So it's like, I tell people, you know, when I made it, like you made it too. And so it, it's, it's important when big influencers or people who have big platforms like Amplify us. So I'm grateful for that. <laughs> yeah. I love Trixie Mattel. I would love to see a collaboration between you two. That'd be so cool. I don't know. Maybe you're speaking something that's going to happen. I don't know. Damn, I just, I even brought all her lipsticks that I just bought to the screen. Yes. So, so it was funny. Uh, we were talking this morning, like earlier this morning, and um, he was really excited about uh, one of uh, Naomi. She's on our PR team. She was holding like the Prados mirror and the Trixie lipstick. And I was like, man, like we need to come out with a collab because a lot of people don't know that he's actually you know, indigenous. He's, he's, um, I think he's Anishabi is what he is. And they don't know that. And, you know, the ones that do, they're just like, well, how come he never told us? <laughs> and it's just like, you know, you, you have to, you have to respect people's journey and feeling comfortable and coming out and saying who they are and who they represent. And I feel like he's, when he's ready, we'll be here to support him because, you know, all these little native girls, I see them, they're tagging us like in their Trixie stuff. They've started buying his lipsticks and their Prado stuff together. And it's just like, you know what, that's a, that's a manifestation happening. Totally. One of the things that I love doing is like getting full face glam and going for a hike. Um, because my grandpa, because my grandpa said, always look your best. You never know who you're. That's what I'm doing after this. Right. (laughs) And, and also in my Blackfoot ways, we take care of all of this to show the creator we're thankful, right? Like this is, oh my God, thank you for this beauty. Right. (laughs) I'm going to go, um, flaunt it in your beauty, like the mountains and the rivers. But one of the, the games I used to play when I was, so this has been like 15 years now, I'm a little older, um, is Native Barbie, <laughs> Native Barbie it's Safari. Barbie. Yeah, yes. Native Barbie Safari. And Trixie really wants to do the Barbie. Like they, she needs to be a Barbie. Yeah, yeah how is Trixie Barbie. not a Barbie? <laughs> right, crazy. She's a whole Barbie. Like I would love to collab with her. I think that she's just like an incredible person, you know, whether she's out of drug or not, like just who that entity is as a whole person, like it's a, it's a beautiful story and, and it needs to be told. And so, but that journey, she's on her way. I, she's going to, there's going to be something huge and, and I'm excited for it. So. What are some of your favorite brands? I'm just going crazy right now over the latest um, melt collection that just is going to be dropping in like, 30 minutes. Yeah. So I love melt. I love melt cosmetics. I love uh, Fenty, of course. I love, uh, gosh, he's super controversial, but I love the Jeffree Star setting powders. Mm-hmm. And um, it's in my kit. I have the Jeffree Star setting powders in my kit. Those setting power- powders are like magic. I also love, 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 and I'm completely obsessed with Natasha Denona. Her eye um, shadows are like, they're fire. They're expensive, but it's what I use in my kit at New York Fashion Week and, of course, my stuff too. But my kit mostly is made up of Prado stuff, Natasha Denona, Fenty. Oh, the Huda. I love Huda Beauty. I love their stuff. Um, their setting spray smells like, like Aquanet. <laughs> it 
reminds me of my childhood when my aunt would come home from college. She'd have like the big old 80s hair and she'd be all with her Aquanet. That's what the the setting spray that she has um, reminds me of. But on the runway or any type of production, if you want a face to sit and not move, that setting spray is like magic. From the runway to the southwest, that's where I learned how to keep my makeup in place on those 123 days. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's crazy. So when we lived in New York, one of the, I had to change up my whole kit. I had to buy stuff that was, you know, going to sit because it's the humidity is so crazy. Um, My husband's from Alabama. And the first time he took me to Alabama, I got off the plane and my face like literally melted off. I was like, what the heck, where have you brought me? Like, (laughs) so it does. The worst part is that crease that happened. Oh yes. Girl, just looking like a hot mess. Just, it was, it was awful. (laughs) Well, since you can't share any of the upcoming releases, do you have like a timeline on when the next launch will be? We have some surprise drops coming for the summer. We're working on some summer stuff. We actually just approved all the packaging this morning. And so we're coming out with a couple things for the summer. And then um, our Indigenous People's Day launch, you know, so we've, we've um, committed ourselves to having one big launch a year. And I feel like the Indigenous People's Day launch is just something that Stephen and I agree, like it needs to come out that day. I think that for me, it's, you know, being a matriarch, we're, you know, being a matriarch in your family and being a matriarch, you know, Native women, whether, you know, you come from a Southwest, Northwest, or, you know, First Nations tribe, like, women are naturally like matriarchs, you know, whether it be through the whole tribe, or if it just be in your home, like being a matriarch. And so when we try to encompass what beauty is, it's it's geared towards our women, right? When you're trying to change the conversation of how men see Native women, Indigenous People's Day is the perfect day for that, because you're basically amplifying the voice of Indigenous peoples as a whole. But as women who bear children and are creating that lineage and that line that continues to go on and on, Indigenous People Day just speaks to us that that's a day that, you know, women should be amplified and their beauty should be, you know, talked about. And so Indigenous People's Day is the day that we will launch for all the years to come. And that's our commitment also to sustainability. You know, you have new launches every three months. It feels like ColourPop has been coming out with a new launch like every month. It's ridiculous, right? Yes. (laughs) And and I think about as a makeup artist and I think about as a, you know, an influencer, you always wanted to need and have like the latest drop and, you know, stuff like that. But it's, it's waste. You don't, you open it, you swatch it, you take pictures of it, you put it back and you don't use it. And so model of consumerism is wasting. And so we haven't come out with a new palette or anything like that. And I love, you know, almost a year later, like people are, are still going to be creating looks using the palette and they're going to be hitting pan and they're going to be talking about, you know, I actually use this palette for like the whole year. I want that. I want you to use my stuff. I don't want you to just take a picture of it and then, you know, wait for the next thing to come out because it's not gonna. 
you're gonna have to wait till next October to get it. So yeah, we'll drop some cool stuff in the summer. And then we'll drop a major collection in October. Wow, I'm so excited for you. That's super exciting. And I just want to point out again, when you support Prado's booty, you're supporting all of her nonprofit work as well. And that's super important because we have, because we indigenous people are super creative. And when we, when we create businesses that our nonprofit work is fed by our business work. And so we're culture humility trainers and that feeds our Ivy music and our other programs like emergency water. And I was just thinking the other day, how cool it would be to um, get together with three or four other organizations who have similar missions and uh, create a package, like an off-grid package. Cause I'm, redoing a trailer because of the pandemic I bought a cheap cargo trailer and I'm making it like a bunk house for when we do our field work because we do mapping and stuff and instead of a hotel right because I'm I'm I can rough it I'm native Barbie safari here sorry (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'll rough it glam style in full face but um, (laughs) but, um, yes we have we have Berkey water systems which if you have to you can like get water out of a pond or it's delicious it's really good um like lab tested peer-reviewed water systems and then I'm just testing out this uh solar generator which can go up to seven days and I haven't pushed it yet so I'm gonna try that as soon as I get a break these next few days but it's like a it's a full thing now I've got the water I've got energy I've got bunk beds (laughs) come hang out with you like I'm taking the top bunk (laughs) no I think you know it's I didn't grow up on a reservation, but I spent a lot of time on a reservation as a kid. I remember the first time remembering that I was going on the reservation and it was summertime and it was on the Gila River Reservation. We were going to go see my uncle. When we drove up, everybody was inside buckets, like the gallon bucket, like those white buckets, like for paint and stuff. And they were all just sitting like all my little cousins and stuff. They were like swimming in these buckets. And I was just like, I want to get in a bucket. Like, and I remember being like, but why are we in buckets? Like, let's just go to the pool. And there, and my uncle was like, oh, well, the, the power went out. There's no power. And it was hot. It, it had to be like 110 outside. And I just remembered like sitting in the bucket with all my little cousins. And we were just you know, like enjoying ourselves, but it was because there was no power and it was hot, you know? And so to know that I'm an adult and it's 2021 and there's somebody probably not sitting in a bucket right now, but they're sitting in a hot ass house with no electricity, no air conditioner. Like that is mind boggling to me that more people don't know about that. And so if I use my platform and, you know, when I become a global beauty brand, that is something that will always be on the front page. Like, you're going to buy my stuff. You're going to love it. And you're going to, you know, it's, it's good stuff. Like, but you're also going to know about the disparities that Native peoples are still going through to today. And I don't want you to feel sorry for us. I want you to put your money where your emotions and your mouth is when they buy Prado's beauty, that's exactly what they're doing because, you know, I'm blessed. I, I'm I'm super blessed. I made good choices, you know, as an adult in my finance background and um, 
you know, if I don't make another penny in my personal life, I'm blessed, you know, but anything else that we make is extra and that should be given back to, to our people and, and creating, you know, opportunities for them to create generational wealth as well. So, and that's why Abraham Maslow was wrong. Cause he had this theory of hierarchy and that what that theory of hierarchy includes an individual getting what he can for himself. And I feel like that's the Western colonial system, but in, in the indigenous system, my community, the Blackfoot people proved him wrong. And we weren't like self-centered. We found success when you gave stuff away. Like that was chief status, right? How much you can give away was how chiefly you were. And when your neighbors and your family are doing good, you're doing good. Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's, it's, it's hard to teach that sometimes because you have, you know, the food disparity mindset, you know, when um, my little boy goes to school, he always packs extra food, just in case he sees somebody who doesn't have like enough to eat, or, you know, if, if he knows somebody is hungry throughout the day, and, and because I've taught him like at a really young age, you know, people don't have food, you know, you're worried about those J's that sold out in 30 seconds, but there's a little kid that's in your class right now that's probably hungry. And so teaching him those things is, it's humbling to also like to stay centered. But I feel like when you start teaching people certain things, they pass that on from generation to generation. And so when you're teaching that, you know, this get it all and, and, you know, you're, you're going to be the richest and the most important. And like, that's a lonely road to travel because at the end of the day, you're just going to be on top by yourself and there's no blessing in that. And so looking, looking people in the eye and and sitting at the same table, there's always a, a blessing in that. So breaking down those barriers, those thinking, that thinking, you know, that, that wrong thinking, I feel like the, our world is changing right now, like the climate of how people think and how people want to continue in their real life is starting to change. And one of the things that we talk about, too, is, you know, the influencers that we put on our team, what are they showing? What, how are they living their life? Like, do they live their life to service? Do they you know, are they teachers? Like, what do they do in their personal life? If it's just, you know, getting all the new makeup that's coming out and they have to have all this stuff, like, then you're feeding into the problem, right? But when you pick people to be on your team, like, you know, Hannah, my uh, VP now, and and our helpers who come in and help us do stuff, we're creating jobs, we're creating opportunities for people. That can't be done unless you have a heart to watch those around you eat with you. That's our motto too. Like our business model is creating jobs. And so if you go to like our indigenous marketplace, we pay, you know, you see Calandra's mom's face mask, face coverings. <laughs> you know, her mom has a name, but I thought it was funny to call it like Calandra's mom. Um, Calandra's the designer from Winston Paul and her mom, you know, she's an elder lady she lost her job, you know, during COVID, they run like a, like a food stand where they can't make food anymore. And so they still need money. And so she makes her face masks. And I'm like, bro, your mom's face masks are like doper than yours. (laughs) I'm like, I'm buying your mom's face masks. I'm putting them on our indigenous marketplace. 
and you know it's it's creating jobs and opportunity and and you know putting money in people's pockets when they need it and they deserve it and paying them a, a fair wage for it and so that's that's what we continue to do and and hopefully that's what we'll be doing until I can pass it down to somebody else wow so excited for the future for you that's amazing Totally. That's true indigenous beauty. I love it. Like beauty from the inside out. I feel awkward now with this hair. (laughs) No, I love it. I think it looks like it it really like suits you. It looks natural, actually. Yeah, I I was like, does it look like I mean, if everybody didn't know I had short hair. I, I told Hannah, I was like, does it look like it's mine? And she's like, yes, girl. Yeah, it does. That's like, another thing too, is like, I think getting comfortable, like with my face and my body, like being in beauty, I think people have like this misconception, you know, that if you are, you're a beauty brand owner, that you're always in like full glam. And I'm not like, like 95% of the time I don't have makeup on. Um, and that's been a journey that I used to wear tons and tons of makeup and always had my hair like flexed and just like looked on point all the time, but it wasn't because I was appreciating or amplifying my beauty is because I was hiding. Mm -hmm. And so being able to be like on a Zoom meeting in a wig with no makeup on, that's that's progress for me. (laughs) (laughs) You're beautiful. Love it. Well, I'm going to go place an order now because I've uh, been waiting for your palette to be back in stocks and I see it is now. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, oh we, my goodness. Yeah. I, just how got back in stock. Everything sells out and there's no pre-order. Yeah. We just have to like wait, be ready. <laughs> right. I'm going to be so <laughs> ready on indigenous people's day. Like I'm going to be ready. Yeah. So we will send out, we'll start sending out like PR packages a couple of weeks before the launch. And so what we'll do is um, we'll start giving, we'll start doing like a giveaway series where we start giving away stuff and getting things ready for like the actual launch. And then um, that weekend before that Friday, we'll do our pre-launch, which means that we'll be up packaging orders like all Saturday, Sunday, and then the official launch on Monday, we'll stay up and do orders so this last time with the Trixie thing, when we were on Trixie, we sold out literally in a week. Like everything in our warehouse was sold out. It was crazy. I was like, dang. But that's beautiful. <laughs> I hope you uh, have that continued success for every single release. And I love to see things sold out, even though I'm sad. But yes, congratulations. Beautiful work and beautiful organization. you got. Thank you so much. Reach out to me, though. I want to hear more about your your work and the people that you work with. Like, I want to hear more about that. Oh yeah, for sure. The, um, the other group that I'm mentioning is called tiny house warriors. Okay. And they're just over the the border in Manitoba and they're already doing tiny houses with, um, they were trying to tap into the Berkeys and I, I should send them some, but yeah, yeah. that's my territory. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me on ladies. You guys are beautiful. This is awesome. I'm so glad I reached out. I thought, I I thought, I thought you were too big right now. I was like, I don't even know if she'll (laughs) respond to my email. I'm like, I'm going to try it before, before she blows up too big. And like, I can't even get a hold of her. You were like, like, dang. And I was like, Oh my God, she responded. Right. Before, before you have an agent, we need to get a hold of you. Yeah. I, I, it's funny you're like not the first person to tell me that and I was I was telling Hannah the other day I'm like if they only knew that like you know that's that's the part of the business that I really love I love responding back to 
take emails and getting emails from people. And, you know, sometimes I can't make what they need like work, but I always put them on the calendar to like circle back for like another time when I'm available. But for the most part, I I make myself available to people. And and it's, it's because I want to keep that, you know, rapport with the people that watched you when you were just like an Instagram person. And then, you know, now have full on retail spaces and maybe, you know, by the end of the year being like Ulta or or Target or something. So I hope so. I hope so. That'd be, that's what we need. (laughs) Like, come on world. Yeah, totally. Well, thank you for sharing your time with us. I'm going to let you get back to your busy shooting day. (laughs) I can't wait to see that too. I spend so much time on YouTube. It's crazy. We we've been we've been putting it off. I think because I was you know really nervous about it. Um, my husband's he's mostly private, so it's funny. Like I'll make these funny like TikToks, put him on like these um, funny filters and stuff like that, and he hates it, but he does it because you know he loves me. <laughs> but being on like YouTube and stuff, I'm I'm a super open, personable person, and so I thought you know what if I'm gonna do something like. I want it to be authentic and I want people to get like a real insight to what we do and why we do it. So this is just like a fun segment of it to get me to relax a little and have some fun. But for the most part, the YouTube series is it's going to be really great. And I'm really excited for people to see it. Thank you. Thank you for everything so far. I can't wait for the future. I mean, thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to do this again. I really enjoyed the, the time that I had with you girls. So thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. That was another episode of IV Podcast. Episode 20. So make sure you are liking, sharing. And if you do have time to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Right. And head yes. on over to Prados Beauty and pick up yourself something awesome. Everything. Lashes, tools, Everything. palettes, <laughs> boxes, gift bags. Right. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, ladies. <laughs>